0: All right. We're going to look at the article that Andrea wrote, Save the Children from the Abortion Industry. She put it together. It's actually from several other sources, Judicial Watch and the Center for Medical Progress, right? Mm -hmm. Let's get into it here. The University of Pittsburgh may have inadvertently provided more evidence this week that aborted babies may be being born alive and left to die so that their organs may be used for scientific research, according to the Center for Medical Progress. Judicial Watch and the Center for Medical Progress exposed evidence of babies potentially being born alive in abortions and other disturbing practices in documents they obtained from a Freedom of Information Act request to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. The documents show that the federal government gave the University of Pittsburgh at least $2.7 million in federal tax dollars over the past five years to become a tissue hub For Aborted Baby Parts for Scientific Research.
1: On Wednesday, a University of Pittsburgh spokesperson defended its practices in an interview with Fox News. However, the Center for Medical Progress said the university's statements confirm that aborted babies' hearts are still beating while their kidneys are harvested for scientific research. Pitt is now admitting to the news media that the aborted babies are still alive at the time their kidneys are cut out for NIH's grant money, said David DeLeden, founder and president for the Center for Medical Progress. DeLeeden continued, Pitt's grant application for GUDMAP advertised this to the federal government and that labor induction abortions, where the baby is pushed out of the mother whole, would be used to obtain the tissue. The plain meaning of the GUDMAP grant application and the University of Pittsburgh's statement explaining it is that Pitt and the Planned Parenthood abortion providers responsible for its research abortions are allowing babies, some of the age of viability, to be delivered alive and then killing them by cutting their kidneys out.
0: The basis for this came from a statement university spokesperson David Selden made to Fox News about ischemia time, which he said refers to the time after the tissue collection procedure. The Center for Medical Progress explained, Ischemia starts when the organ, the kidneys primarily, and Pitt's GUDMAP project, is cut off from blood circulation. The NIH defines ischemia as lack of blood supply to a part of the body. The university states the fetal organs do not undergo ischemia, lose their blood supply, until after the tissue collection procedure. This means the organs are still receiving blood supply from the fetal heartbeat during the tissue collection. In grant application documents provided by the federal government, The University of Pittsburgh mentions labor induction as a procedure that will be used to obtain the tissue, according to the Center for Medical Progress. Labor induction abortions are basically what they sound like. The abortionist typically injects digoxin and other poisons into the unborn baby's heart to kill him or her and then induces labor so that the mother gives birth to her dead baby's body. This method is used in later second and third trimester abortions.
1: If digoxin is not used and the Center for Medical Progress found that scientists want fetal tissue without digoxin, because the poison interferes with their research, then there is a chance of the baby being born alive. Research indicates up to 50% of labor induction abortions without digoxin can result in an infant born alive. The Center for Medical Progress and Judicial Watch also noted that the University of Pittsburgh boasted about offering rapid access to very high-quality tissue, including the freshness of the aborted baby's body parts. In the documents,
0: Pitt states that it records the warm ischemic time on our samples and takes steps to keep it at a minimum to ensure the highest quality biological specimens. The warm ischemic time refers to the amount of time an organ remains at body temperature after blood supply has been cut off. Warm ischemic time differs from cold ischemic time, which refers to the amount of time the organ is chilled. Pitt's statement suggests the time between the abortion and collection is minimal. The university told the federal government that it has been collecting fetal tissue for over 10 years, including liver, heart, gonads legs, brain, genitourinary tissues including kidneys, ureters, and bladders according to the documents.
1: Deleted and demanded accountability from the university and the federal authorities tasked with upholding the law. The fact pattern here in Pittsburgh and elsewhere demands that this Kermit Gosnell-like activity be brought to justice under the law. The
0: university has been using Americans' tax dollars to pay for its tissue hub for aborted baby body parts for years. According to the documents, one of the experiments that may have been funded with that money involved scalping five-month-old aborted babies and then implanting their scalps onto rodents.
1: The information comes from a study that University of Pittsburgh researchers published in September 2020 in the journal Scientific Reports. It describes how scientists use scalps from aborted babies to create humanized mice and rats to study the human immune system. Along with the study, the researchers published photos of their experiment, horrific images that show tufts of babies' hair growing on the rodents.
0: You know, we've talked a lot about the humanized mice. hmm In order to humanize the mice, this is important. In order to humanize the mice, they have to kill the immune system of the mice so that it doesn't fight off the human tissue that they're giving to it mm-hmm. to make the human lungs. And you can read that full article on diggingdeeper.us. It's up there now called Save the Children from the Abortion Industry. And thanks for putting that together, Andy. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Wasn't pleasant, but had to be done.
0: Like we said, the ugly truth, hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore. And welcome to another edition of Digging Deeper with Brian Hale. Brought to you by Hale Multimedia, website and mobile app development for over 25 years. That's hailmultimedia.com. Now listen in and join me online at diggingdeeper.us. And that does it for another edition of Digging Deeper. Visit our website to catch this podcast and many others anytime. You can also watch our live TV network, browse our on-demand content, read our controversial articles, or sign up if you feel led to join the cause for defending our Constitution. It's all on DiggingDeeper.us. We appreciate you listening, and remember, visit DiggingDeeper.us to learn more about what we're doing to bring truth to light.